Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Top of the hour. We continue our division-by-division previews with spring training underway. Like, no, literally underway. There's a game this afternoon. I'm doing my happy little cakes and pies, cakes and pies clap. Um, AL West at the top of the hour. I mean, you talk about steel cage matches. There was that triple threat match down the stretch in the AL West last year between the Strohs, the Rangers, and the M's. Will we get it again this year, and will it turn out differently than it did last year? And, oh, yeah, we'll hear what Mike Trout had to say about his situation in Anaheim and Oakland. But dare we call them the Oakland A's? How much longer? The Sacramento A's, the, the Salt Lake City A's, the the Henderson, Nevada A's. We're not quite no sure Vegas where A's. they'll be. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll so get sad. into all that at the top of the hour. Plus, at 1020, in, uh, an hour from now, a an NFL-themed edition of GTFO, or oh yeah, with the Combine starting on Monday. Final hour, Alex Monaco of MSG Network to talk NBA hoops as they get restarted tonight. 12 games, 24 teams in action. And Jared Smith of Live on the Line going to join us at 1120 Eastern as well. But speaking of the NBA, J-Rod, we're here. We talked about it in, at great length over the last week. Yep, but we are back. 12 games, like I said. Uh, We will run through our favorite plays on the slate in about an hour and 20 minutes. And like I mentioned, Alex Monaco of MSG going to join us here on BetQL Daily at the top of the third and final hour, 11 a.m. Eastern here live coast to coast on the BetQL network. But let's maybe take a step back, take one more sort of zoomed out view of some awards markets before we dive into tonight's slate later on in the show. And, you know, traipse down this path of the final third of the season. And let's start with the big one. Let's start with MVP and whether we think there's any value there or not. Jokic is minus 130, the clear-cut favorite. We have talked a lot uh, about the Northwest Division and how that's going to drive a lot of things in the Western Conference picture down the stretch, especially in these award markets. And We'll get into coach of the year in a couple of minutes. Certainly, it will be a part of the conversation in that market as well. But it's a big part of the MVP conversation because SGA is there at plus 210. Um, Not a ton of value, but we talked about it yesterday. Maybe if you've got Jokic tickets and you want to buy a little insurance policy on something going wrong down the stretch, you buy some SGA right now. Maybe if you're a huge believer in the Mavs down the stretch, you're in on Luka at 9-1. I just think there's a lot of ground to make up there. Maybe you're one of the few people whose last name is not Rivers or Antetokounmpo that thinks the Bucks can get things together down the stretch, and you like Giannis at 9-1. to one. I just don't see really any value in this market other than, again, the strategy of if you've got Jokic tickets, you want to buy yourself a little insurance policy on uh, uh, SGA right now. 
Yeah, you know, SGA, it's a shame because, I mean, what a year he's having, right? 31, 6, 5, and 2 steals. Those are Michael Jordan kind of numbers, by the way. And the ironic thing is when Michael averaged those numbers that season, he didn't win the MVP either. So I, I think for SGA, unfortunately, he is what I would call, you know, when you when you drive to work or you're going somewhere and you've got your little shortcut, you get you cut across a neighborhood here and nobody knows about it. it well, mm-hmm. now everybody knows about that, that shortcut. And now yeah, you're, you're backed up and the traffic is just as bad. And that's what an SGA ticket is now. So at plus 210, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's any value to that anymore. I'm still of the believer of Luca. I mean, Luca's this close of averaging a triple double and that has to resonate you know he's 34 9 and 8 right now you know he's having the best year of his career and that's saying something for as much success as he's had and if and if you're banking or literally if you're betting on the Mavericks to make a run and I've got a Mavericks Western Conference ticket you know I got a Mavericks you know division ticket they're going to need Luca, and he's going to have to improve on those numbers. So to me, at nine to one, that's that's my value bet right there. But something that kind of jumps out at you, and 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 why is this? Maybe because his game isn't as flashy. But the best player on the best team, and that's Jason Tatum, is twenty-five to one. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. The best player on the best team. Yeah, that one does jump out to you if you're looking for the problem with that is as I see it is you know, like we talked about the Celtics yesterday, the depth that they have. Um he's not the lone star on that team obviously and isn't necessarily the only reason they win when when they win. So, mm-hmm. I like Tatum as well. I think he's MVP caliber, um but I just don't think it it comes home. The only other path I see other than Jokic is, and I don't want this to happen. I'm knocking on wood um, for all Nuggets fans that it doesn't happen. But if Jokic were to get dinged up and not be able to play a lot down the stretch, the only path I would see then would be the Thunder would have to finish in one of those, what, top two spots in the West then. SGA would have to continue his production. That's a path. and Or, or the other path is, again, if Jokic were to go down, Knock on wood, that doesn't happen. I'm, I'm with you, Nuggets fans. And SGA and the Thunder kind of fall by the wayside. Young team, you know, can't finish out the season. That, I think, opens the avenue for Luka, assuming the Mavs continue the, the hot streak they were on going into the All-Star break through the final third of the season. Those are the only paths. Like, I don't see a path to, to Giannis, given how much Milwaukee has struggled this year. I don't see a path to Tatum because that would require, I think, too many other dominoes falling. Maybe you're maybe you can see those dominoes falling and it's worth a little sprinkle at 25 to one. You're right with Tatum. I just don't see it happening. Let's go to sixth man because this is an interesting market. You know, rookie of the year is basically Wemby at minus six fifty. And unless Wemby completely stops playing down the stretch, um, maybe there's a Chet Holmgren, right, at five to one. So I don't know how much discussion there is there. Sixth man to me is interesting. Malik Monk, even money. Uh Hardaway at 175, Powell at 750. I mentioned it last week. I kind of like Norman Powell at 750. As this Clippers team continues to deal with injuries, and they will. You know, it was Kawhi last week, and Powell stepped up. Uh, He's going to get increased minutes, I think, once they're healthy, assuming they do get healthy late in the regular season. 
and he gets an opportunity to return in full to the first guy off the bench role, I think Norman Powell's got a chance to be, this is a, maybe this is a weird comparison, maybe a little bit of that big shot Bob guy, you know, they had with the Lakers back in the day. You remember when Robert Ory would come off the bench, hit a couple oh, yeah. daggers, and then check out, right? He'd win the game, and it'd be like, well, where was Robert Ory for the first 36 minutes of this game? He'd be like, oh, don't worry, he was just biding his time. Yes, I just compared Norman Powell to Robert Ory, and I think I'm okay with that. It's plus 750. I like the value for a Norman Powell sixth man. Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, absolutely. And and playing on a team that could, you know, if, if they mess around, they could be the number one seed if, 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 they, if they get things together. I just think Norman Powell's problem is his name. Norman Powell sounds like a vacuum cleaner salesman. It doesn't sound like a <laughs> like, like, like somebody you would want to. You know, Norman Powell's like your dad, right? Like, oh, yeah, Mr. Powell, please come in. We want to talk to you about your son. You know, I mean, Norman Powell doesn't just jump off the page like Malik Monk. Sounds right. like a rapper. Sounds like some sort of cool influencer, you know? I still think it's Tim Hardaway. I think I think that's who I would put my money on at plus one seventy five, only because almost the same theory as um, you know with, with Luca. I think if the Mavs do what we think they're going to do, Tim Hardaway, mm-hmm. you know, seventeen four and one, those numbers you can argue are better than Malik Monk's fifteen three and five. So to me, Timmy Hardaway has been. Someone that I think is, is is best for this. He's been key to this, and for the Mavs to continue and and make this move, Tim Hardaway will have to step up their game. So, as much as I like Norman Powell at plus seven fifty, and I will sprinkle something on that, to me, I'm I'm eyeing uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. plus one seventy five, which isn't terrible either. No, you're right though. Norman Powell does sound like like he sounds like the illegitimate love child of LAPD. Staff Sergeant Al Powell, who showed up to Nakatomi Towers that one fateful right. night in 1989. Um, yeah, but I like him for sixth man. We'll see where it goes. It's a long shot. Sure. At 7.50. And at 750, um, yes, sir. There's, yeah, there's decent value there. Okay, real quick. You, argue me into finding value in the rookie of the year market. I don't see. I know you, you laid out a pretty good case, I thought, the other day. Maybe it was Thursday or last Thursday or Friday for, hey, if Pop wants to limit Wemby down the stretch and the Thunder do some of the things we think they're capable of, again, here comes those teams in the Northwest Division, the Thunder, the Nuggets, the T-Wolves, into these uh, award market discussions. Maybe there's a Chet Holmgren 5-1 to one chance? I mean, yeah. All, all, the only thing that really makes you want to believe this is that it is five to one, you know. And, and maybe that's how the books are going to pay for Wemby winning it at minus six fifty. I mean, the the thing about Wemby is, my God, twenty and ten. He is bordering on twenty points, ten rebounds, and and he's got three blocks as well. So he, his numbers, his, his his line is nineteen, ten, and three. That. That is that is tough. He could he could stop today, you know, and he could probably still win it. But that's really what we're banking on. We're banking on Pop pulling the plug on Wemby. And at this point, we're what 25, 26 games left. I don't know yeah. if Pop will do it. It's been his style to sort of rest guys. And short of an injury, and you hate to say that, I just think, listen, there's more, we're gonna see more of Chet because of the playoffs and because of the push that Oklahoma City's doing as opposed to Wemby who is more just kind of like you know a, a, a superstar in the making on a bad team but Wemby literally and figuratively 
head and shoulders above everybody, yeah. you know, with that 19, 10, and three line. Um, he's just going to literally have to stop playing, and Chet will still have to bring it up. And Chet, by the way, nothing to, 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 to shake a stick. 17, seven, and two blocks. And great numbers on a high octane offense where, he, you know, he's not necessarily the, you know, he's, he's playing in SGA shadows. So, I would I would sprinkle something because I still think Pop is who he is, and you just got to wonder if Wemby with that small frame, at what point does it give out on him? You know, does it give out with two weeks, two weeks left in the season, or has Wemby right. just done enough? All right, let's go to the coach of the year market because this is really interesting. I mentioned again this Northwest Division is driving the conversation for a lot of these award markets. We talked about MVP. Um. Coach of the year is no different. And it's because we've got the back and forth between Minnesota, OKC, Denver is a part of it as well. But Dagnalt and Finch are at the top of the board here. Dagnalt plus 195, Finchy 250. And then I'll be honest, JB Bickerstaff at four to one. If Cleveland, I don't look, I, I like the Cavs. I don't think the Cavs can stay this hot this long. It's been six weeks they've been on this tear. I don't know if they can keep it up down the entire stretch. If they do, I think it's Bickerstaffs, okay? If the Cavs finish second in the Eastern Conference and they're nipping at the Celtics' heels down the stretch, I can I can see Bickerstaff getting enough votes because here's the other part of this. The back and forth in that Northwest Division as the T-Wolves and the Thunder and the Nuggets duke it out atop the Western Conference, maybe Dagnalt and Finch split some votes there, J-Rod. I think, I think that's a possibility. And maybe Bickerstaff swoops in, you know, team that nobody expected to be the two seed in the Eastern Conference if they hold on to that spot, if the Cavs stay hot down the stretch. Yeah, that's spot on because unfortunately the coach of the year, I've never been able to get my head around how can, you know, to me the hardest thing to do is win when you're supposed to win. And somehow teams get punished for that. Oh, you know, Phil Jackson, he had all these superstars, superstars. But yeah, but he had to manage all those superstars and all those egos. So so to me, winning when you're supposed to win is the hardest thing. But coach of the year is oftentimes a Cinderella award. You know, it's oh, so I guess you got to look back and you think to yourself, did we expect this from the Thunder? Did we expect this from the Wolves? I don't know if we expected a two seed from the Cavs, but I think we definitely expected them to be good. Yeah, we expected the Cavs to be good, but like you said, we I don't think any of us expected it to be this like six week long extravaganza of winning where, you know, they piece together these huge winning streaks. And again, I they've lost what, four games, I think, since the, since January first. Um yeah. if they if they keep up that pace down the stretch, then they will be nipping at the Celtics heels um for the one seed, even as Good as we know the Celtics are, there's a chance they could catch them because, like we talked about yesterday, do the Celtics, how does Missoula handle things down the stretch? Bickerstaff, you know, if you're looking for value, I guess, at 4-1, to one, it's not a terrible opportunity. Yeah, and Chris Finch, I'll tell you what, that's who I would put my bet on at 2.5-1 to one, because, again, I don't think we expected the Wolves to be the best team in the West, you know? I think we thought no. OKC would be good, maybe not this good. So, really, the top three are kind of Cinderella, so that makes it kind of interesting. But, yeah, uh, Bickerstaff at 4-1, to one, if the Cavs can finish, I think that's your best bet, but I'm going with Chris Finch. 
We didn't get to most improved player, but Tyrese Maxey at minus 190, I don't want to say feels like a shoe-in. Feels like the value's kind of lost in that market as well. You put well. it 51, you're going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will get into the entire NBA slate. 12 games tonight in the NBA's return post-All-Star break for the final third of the season. About an hour and five minutes from now, Alex Monaco of MSG Network at the top of the third and final hour. But coming up next, who knew the Pistons could support an entire chicken wing industry? I swear it's a thing. Next, as we go off the board on BetQL Daily. (laughs) We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM 